Hello, everybody. It's another episode of the Rants and Tangents podcast. We have the crew here with Ray Parker III. <laughs> Say love. You're last. Come on. You Come on. Hurry up, dog. Yo, Ray intro is not as good. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. We're going we gonna to run it back. Smith Jr. <laughs> hold on. We're going to run it back. But the reason I'm doing his intro is because this Negro was a few seconds late, as nope, y'all can all hear and see. How did they get in the building without me? I came. Did he just I left. Did he just justify and make up a lie? <laughs> you just walked into the podcast, obviously. No, no, no. I'm saying, you said I was late. That's technically not true. But anyway, I'm here. Niggas. Our Negro is always is going to be at the forefront of things. So what's up, what's up, what's up? Shay had a birthday last week. Shay had a birthday last week. The I big... Did. 31. It's cool. I was going to let you tell everybody before I did. You know how women act funny about the age for some odd reason. Glad you own it. How was it? I don't know. You still, you young. It was another day. It was just, I don't, I didn't even think about it really. How's it feel? Still feel the same? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nothing changed. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Well, we definitely repped you last week. As y'all probably know that tuned in last week. Did you listen? Have you heard the word? No. I'm sorry. The, the warm words. She didn't hear the the warm words that we had for the the love that was shown. You know. I'm sorry, guys. That's trifling. You know what? I'm not sorry. How can we expect to have consumers, people that tune in religiously and consistently to our podcast, if our own crew doesn't listen to the podcast? Shame. 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 Wow. Shame. I just had to do it. It just felt wow. it felt like the right thing to do, was it wrong? It did, didn't it? <laughs> wow. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me share this joint real quick. Y'all proceed. I have nothing more to say. <laughs> well, welcome to the 31 Club. You know, the 87 babies. Yes, sir. Did y'all post the magazine, the Ebony Joe? I didn't. I didn't even look at it. I wanted to. Oh, I did it already. What was it? What was your cover? Mine was Sugar Ray Leonard and his family. That was April 1987. He was coming back to fight. Like, why come back to box? Why come back to boxing after all this? You know, he had his his hiatus and shit. How was y'all? You can say Thanksgiving. How was it? You don't want to say Thanksgiving? It's like doing you, yeah, okay, whatever. Did you eat? I don't think it's wrong. You didn't eat? That title. Yeah, I ate. I ate. I ate. I ate. Good. Meat and all that? Yeah. I don't not eat meat. I just ate. Listen, listen, mother guy. I never know what you're doing. That's good. I dig it. I enjoyed it. So Shay sends a text on Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, It was hilarious to me. What was the text, Clark? Thanksgiving is a fucked up holiday, but happy eating, folk. <laughs> I started cracking the hell up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's fucked up, but I love it. It's become my favorite holiday. I don't, and Christmas ain't like it was when I was a kid. My favorite holiday became Thanksgiving because I can eat guilt-free without judging myself I don't or understand. Others. I don't understand that whole notion. I can eat guilt-free. What, what, what stops you from the next day? Or I don't gorge. Eating guilt-free. I don't gorge on nothing. Like, I don't just, I'm not a glutton. Like, I don't go to the table, like, let me get two and three plates, ever. That's to me, is just gorging myself. I can do that on Thanksgiving, though. 
I'm going to have dessert on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I'm going to stack my plate with everything because I got to taste everything at least once. That's me doing it guilt-free. Wake up the next morning, take a big smash, and it's all over. And it's all over. Yeah. If it was all that simple, but I would not get into the digestive system and all that meat that you just put into your body. I'm assuming I don't know what you eat. You know what I'm saying? I ate ate some turkey. I had turkey and chicken. I I don't really. As you munched on your turkey? I didn't think about E. coli while I munched on my turkey at all. Like, it wasn't, didn't I even. thought that was romaine lettuce. Romaine. Yeah, romaine lettuce was compromised this week. Shout out to the vegans. One time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, apparently us meat eaters aren't the only ones in danger here. Oh, everybody's in danger. All the time. <laughs> Guess what? Like Chris Rock said, you're going to die. So, <laughs> with that in mind, I'm going to enjoy mine. But to each his own. That was, oh, that was the only thing. Yeah, I know goddamn well you ate the wings in front of you. Like, usually I don't do this, but... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we were, oh, was you hungover the next day? No, I wasn't. I had a fucking hangover. Water, man. I was drinking water. You saw me sitting there at the bar. I was drinking water. I still woke up the next day in a fucking matrix. So I was like, oh. God damn, I, I went like too that. long. I mean, I had, it was a good time. I had fun. We went to the Sixers game on Friday. Yeah, we, we was... Fucking wasted. Good times though. It was worth it. But back to Thanksgiving. So we do a breakfast too. So we eat like two? all day. Oh yeah, well. that's love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I said the tea. <laughs> two <laughs> 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 two teeth. Like, I mean, like, two old. It started a while ago because, like, you know how on Thanksgiving it's like, I'm gonna go to my aunt, my auntie Putty's house on my sure. dad's side, and then my nana's house on my mom's side. And it's just a thing. We got to do that. Mm-hmm. But my mom and dad wanted everybody to come together because our families actually mesh really well. So um, they started breakfast a long time ago. We lived on 6th Year Street and um, it stuck. So, so did you feel conflicted in this fucked up holiday or did you enjoy it like I did? Which is- um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I didn't feel conflicted. Yeah, like this is fucked up. It's turkey right. delicious. Right, so I'm not going to be honest. <laughs> you got to be that woke. You know what I mean? I think. Oh, I'm glad you said that. Take it for what it is now. Like, this is just a time to be thankful. Right, we're not celebrating the, the, the goriness behind it, right? The massacre, the blood behind it. We're just thankful for the things. Thankful for life, I guess, family and all the other things that's good for us in our lives, right? And we can be fraternize with food. People. Right. Yeah. I mean, in the history, it actually did come together. Like, it, that's the whole point of it. They, but they, it was still fucked up. Absolutely. Because it was just like stipulations like, this is what's going to happen. We have to stop fighting, but we'll only give you this. Yeah. In the prop. And, the, and then we'll give you blankets. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. The. <laughs> yeah, it's trash. No, the, the, it wasn't just what you said, but like the amount of posts that I've seen, like with people, it was the same thing like back when Columbus, like the only Christmas mm-hmm. we acknowledged as well. So it was like one of those days. And I go on Instagram in between me cooking because I was in the kitchen. So I, I'm a full participant. But I'm looking at people memes and shit. I'm like, God damn, like, I better not see a plate on none of y'all motherfuckers' Instagram mm-hmm. right after this. Niggas gonna post a meme and then post a plate right after this. But I got my plate though. Extra gravy and cranberry sauce, please. Like, come on, man. Like, this is just. I fried mine. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, you got to fry that thing, baby. And you fry the bird just like a chicken wing. 
You know what I'm saying? And then you add an extra component of cholesterol to it where everybody, <laughs> like, everybody, everybody is going to be fucked up. Like, get this cholesterol. Get your arteries clogged. You know, I already got bad cholesterol. So I'm just all in it. All in it. But that's just what I take advantage of it for. Just to, yeah, the family part too. But. So I heard y'all want to talk about wokeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were having a conversation mm-hmm. about that. Tell me about it. Well, just... The idea of being woke and how it's expressed by, I would say, like thought leaders, not even thought leaders, they don't lead nothing, but you know, just this idea of being woke in the black community in particular and how it's expressed, how it's looked at. Have you seen Black Klansman? No, I want to see that though. Is it funny? It, it actually is kind of funny, but they got some chips in it. I'm gonna check when it out. He was just talking about being woke and how he was just describing it. It made me think of uh, Black Klansman because the guy who's infiltrating the Ku Klux Klan, mm-hmm. he goes undercover initially. And there's this like Malcolm X type guy who's about to do a speech on uh, at some place together by one of the college's student unions. And so he links up with the uh, president of the student mm-hmm. union. And she's like super woke, like the revolutionary. And he's just not there. He's like, I'm with y'all, but I'm not trying to do all this shit. Like, not fuck all the police. Right. Mm-hmm. Fuck this guy. Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what is it to be woke? That, that was the, the question. Yeah, that's that. that was the question. Like, how, all right, so how are we addressing now this? Now I'm asking explore. you to define <clears throat> it on your turn. Shay had a good explanation. Yeah, I feel like... Um, I feel like we're doing it wrong. I don't feel like wokeness, the way what we're describing as wokeness is actually just an awareness to things. Um, I feel like true wokeness is, as I was saying already, like being able to meditate and actually go outside of yourself, um, being able to go deeply into yourself to unlock those things that you, you come out of touch with. Um, being able to commune with nature and genuinely commune with nature and understand what nature is telling you, um, aligning yourself with the universe, um, things like that. And I just, I don't feel like what we're doing is, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's that. I don't feel like it's that. I feel like it evokes more anger than anything. And mm-hmm. I feel like anger is something that blocks you from actually receiving yeah. You agree with that? I don't agree with that. I don't think that, I mean, to a degree, of course, beyond a certain point, anger can block you because mm-hmm. you're, you're too focused. But I think anger is good. Anger is a good weapon. It's a good tool. But that's being aware enough to you util- know to utilize it instead sure. of it taking advantage of you. You know, our emotions are there for a reason. But what happens is we abuse those emotions because we don't fully understand them. The aware person or woke person would. So it's more so spiritual for me, too. So woke is for you too is about a spiritual <clears throat> thing. It's not about an intellectual or it's not. It's not to be debated. Political or it's not to be debated. Like what we like, brother polite. That's woke, accepted by the masses, I guess. Brother polite. Umar Johnson. Oh, I've never. No, brother polite is somebody else. You don't know no, about brother polite. I don't know who that is. You know about you know, oh, the, I think I know about you know the nigga uh the dude that did the um the documentaries the uh what's his name Tariq 
The boy from Philly. Anyway, all these all these dudes that are in that community, that's what I always hear is woke. Like the dudes that basically give you information, historical information that if you didn't research it, you wouldn't know it. And then they present it and package it. I wouldn't call that being woke. I would call that being informed. But they they consider themselves like the woke community. Because they're talking about those topics. I mean, because they are providers of information that is not common knowledge. Right. And they're strategic in putting out information that you would hope invokes a reaction. Mm -hmm. There's plenty more information that people go, you know, I'll take it or leave it. They're, you know, selective. I get it. If we are thinking, I don't know, this is brother polite, but I wonder if you're talking about the guy that um, he's talked about how women should give birth, squatting, how you should uh, have your feet on footstool when you're pooping. Uh, I've heard him talk about a bunch of different things. I don't, I don't know if that was brother polite. He he got so many goddamn videos on YouTube. I don't know what you might have heard or what I may have heard. I'm a YouTuber. I'm always down a YouTube rabbit hole. But, I don't know. That shit going forever. I saw myself film myself watching a video of a dude cleaning a, uh, yeah, like, he was cleaning a 1960s chainsaw and cleaned it and put it back together, basically refurbished the whole thing from, uh, made new pieces for it. That's a, no, it popped up. I'm I'm watching just different YouTube videos, but I go so far down there. Mm-hmm. You find yourself watching shit that you just don't. You uh, like why am I watching this? <laughs> no, I just put it because it was an old rusty ass chainsaw. I'm saying for you, what I'm and he made it new. I understand how you got there. Yeah. What I understand is how you got through it. I didn't know. I fast forwarded through the whole video, but I was intrigued to see somebody take something so fucking dusty and turn it in like to this brand new work of art. I just found it intriguing. Not something I would like to try, but just something I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, you know how to refurbish shit. But that's how far down, like, you just be clicking through shit two in the morning. It's like, oh, nice. No, it's just me. I'm bored on the internet. Like, what am I? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I can over being on social media. Yeah. Read some fucking comic books and shit. Watch some anime. Other than that, I'm like, what the fuck am I here for? YouTube. That's my shit. Yeah, I like YouTube. That's why I understand how these kids fail at anything in school. You can learn <laughs> anything in the, on, from YouTube. Like, you can learn how to do anything on YouTube. There are videos... All these kids... Well, I'm sure most of these kids do have internet access at somewhere. And they dumbasses don't use it to actually learn anything. They just want to get on there. We've been using, using the internet for school since we was in high school. We didn't have YouTube, though. No, we didn't have YouTube. We had SparkNotes. SparkNotes. I use SparkNotes from time to time. You just took me back. SparkNotes. God damn. Read a book for what? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I hope Ms. Warshaw don't watch it. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, she was pretty solid because I've, I've watched her. I caught her catching at least two people that I can recall. That you spark notes? Mm-hmm. She's like, it's some cliff notes shit. No, she didn't say it that way. No. But I'm pretty sure she said cliff notes. I don't know. Let me be careful. Like, I, I, I use those shit. websites too. Exactly. I'm sorry. No, I actually I read, read her books. books in high school. I, I, I read, read them. I read them. I read them. It was one I think I didn't read. It was in Mr. Doyle's class, though. I don't what, nigger? Was, but I loved all or the black books boy. in Mr. Doyle's class. He recommended some good literature. He, Did we read Blue-Eyed Child or whatever it was called? No, class? I don't remember that. I remember nigger, black boy, uh, 
That's all I remember from this movie. Did you read Jaguar? Um, I don't know. Alright, anyway. Alright, let's get back to our topic. Yeah. Sorry. Tangents. Again. But, no, I hear y'all. I don't think that woke is this, you know, intellectual thing. I, I just, I've been over woke for a while. At one point, I was you know, I'm half asleep or some shit. Just, you know, I just be joshing. But no, I don't, it was cool when it, when it, for me, it was cool when it first hit on my year. I can dig this shit. Then it's, become, it's like everything is too perverted. It's just like uh, everybody's riding this train too I f- hard. I find so many holes in people arguing. It's popular. I'm not, I'm just kind of not with it. Mm-hmm. But no, I do think it's like a, I felt what y'all said. I don't really have an answer for it. I can just more say what I feel like it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's one thing to be intellectual. I think it's another thing to be woke. I think it's one thing to be, you know, very well informed or have done alternative education and research. I think all that's super dope. I don't know if it's being woke. I don't know that woke is acquiring information. Right. I mean, it's, I don't think that's the same thing. Yeah, I just feel like that's awareness. I don't think that it's necessarily being woke. It's, I don't, they're, yeah, I don't know who coined it as its thing. It, but it became a thing. It became a thing fast. Yeah. <laughs> and I just watch people like speak condescending to each other. Mm-hmm. Just it just caused another divide. Right. It's just like condemning you for not having the information they have and calling everybody dumb and sleep and sheeple and all this shit. It's just like sheeple. Mm-hmm. Dog. <laughs> if they don't have I get it. Like people do kind of, you know, follow the leader type of thing, but if they're not aware, just Give them the information if you have it or show them where they can get it. If not... But what, it's just a funny thing that people can, like, will talk down on people, but is it not the same thing if you, like, want people to follow what you say? Is it not them being sheeple but under a different uh, category? I don't know. They're just not following you. It's all hypocrisy. I know. It's silly. We, we, we... We just draw wedges in between each other, like you said. It's just like, I got to be better than you in some way. I'm like, I didn't realize it had came to a point where woke became a dividing issue. It is, somewhat. And Shay didn't get to give her take on the um, the conversation we had about color last week. Remember the lady said it was one race? Oh, yeah. And we all come from one mother, so technically we're all cousins. I mean, it's a fact. It's factual. Jane Elliott. Yes, I already butchered her name. Sorry, I'm forgetting her. Yeah, Jane Elliott. <clears throat> she went on a red table talk. But yeah, that's basically what we talked on, touched on. But what you was saying? It was. Yeah, I mean it's factual. Um, I don't, I don't know if I'm. I read a lot of stuff where people are for it, people are against it. Like, how dare you? But I think some of the people that are against it are just like. A white person can say that and it like they don't feel it. Like a black person saying some shit like that, no. <laughs> it's not we couldn't have been a part of we're all not one race. You get treated differently than I do. Like we don't have the experience to necessarily say that. And neither do white people really. We have too much resentment in us to accept that yeah. concept. Yeah, and just some white people have what history has done to us. Um But it's it's a it's it's a nice concept it's romantic even like the thought of it being this beautiful utopic utopian uh existence but it's not the case right can we get to it yeah Maybe, we can fuck our way to it we're just not that's what i'm saying yet. i have a perverted method and that's all i've been saying we gotta mix the pot up 
the silly the, that's the silly notion though when you think about it. like if we want to be one race then our color shouldn't matter like i was saying it's just this arbitrary thing it's color it really does not matter culture matters mm-hmm. color does not mm-hmm. it just it doesn't matter it's literally the notion that blue is blue merely because somebody at some point in history said it is that that's it and I, I I think that's silly, but that's where we are. We got to exist in this until we exist somewhere else. All right. <clears throat> that Shay's take. So on to our topic. <laughs> um, what was the topic for today? The, well, we, <clears throat> we already touched on one, but the... um Oh, can you handle it? Yeah. Can you handle it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Stupid? Can you handle it? Is the uh, Michael B. Jordan? Oh, that's important to me. If you would have said Michael B. Jordan, I would have been right there. Oh. <laughs> Can you handle it? Can you handle his honesty? Can you honesty? handle it? The dating edition. The dating edition. Yeah, I know y'all felt it too. That's that shit. <laughs> hey, the sounds in my hand, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm here for all that. <clears throat> Anybody want to talk about the article? I didn't even read the article. I just read the headline. I ain't gonna lie to you. (laughs) (laughs) Michael B. Jordan was interviewed, and the topic of him, he in relationships came up. And I don't know the exact question because guess what? I didn't read the article. (laughs) You did the ignorant thing I did, so I ain't feel like reading the article. I was about to, but I was just like, no, fuck it. I think. In the article, give us a spark notes. They just asked about his dating life, and he was saying that um, he's just not mature enough. He's, to yeah, date. he's not mature enough to date, but also that it's a tricky terrain, and we don't even necessarily know what dating is. Like the concept of dating has been lost over time, and we'll call anything a date. And now we're in this era where it's like everybody has the right to call anything anything. Like, what's the big deal? But it, it blurs all these lines if people are confused. And he was saying how it's really easy for things to get misconstrued on a date. Like, he was saying, for instance, like, one time he's on a date with somebody and somebody else sees them and they say, oh, y'all look cute together. And now the person he's on a date with is like, we're together. Because somebody said, oh, you guys look cute together. And it just ruins, right. But for some people it does. And it, um... Ruins it ruins everything because now this person's in a space that he wasn't in, and this was just the casual date that turned into something more because it's something as silly as that. And he was saying that's just, and he, I think he said that he doesn't necessarily, he can't convey that to people, so it's just easier for him not to really date right now than um than to date. Like I'm just out here, and y'all just gonna deal with it. And let me make myself clear to the world, just in case you didn't hear, it's on paper, girlfriend. So, this ain't that. Yeah. And that ain't this. I'm all here for it. And he's in his 30s, right? He's our age. Yeah, yeah I thought he was. Yeah, he brought our age. I mean, I don't know. He's a man, so his timetable can be essentially almost whatever he wants it to be. So fun. I'm, I'm so here for it. For me... <laughs> That was me in my twenties. Like I remember, after I had my daughter, broke up with her mom, and I was like, "What do I want to do now?" You know what I mean? Like I do want to be with somebody, but 
I don't want to just be introducing chicks to my daughter all the time. So I was like, let me just isolate my daughter from any type of dating I'm going to do. Then I just kind of got into a more structured whole phase. Just suck the team, you know what I mean? Built with them, got what I could get from them, had good sex, and just, you know, moved forward as I started building up what I wanted. Started taking two girls serious at different times. Basically, honestly, back to back. I got real strategic. I was like, all right, now I'm going to find a chick. Well, now I'm going to give girls that I've been with before that I think, you know, we might have missed out on something. Give them one more chance. See how that goes. Did that with, I already said I had like three girlfriends. So did that with the, two of them. Didn't work out. But it was because they were patient. And this is where I'm affiliately feeling him on. He's saying he's not mature. Right. That wasn't my word. My word was like, I still need to figure some stuff out. You know what I mean? I need to figure out how I'm going to be a dad to my daughter, what I want. I want to make sure I build this bond with her. You know what I mean? And I want to make sure I'm, like, fully committed to some to a relationship. Because right now, I just got to, I thought I was about to get married to somebody. You know, right. I just want to hop into another relationship. Wasn't neither of them feeling that shit. It was like, be with me now in a full commitment or just let me go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, like we've always said since we've heard it the first time. Next. It's not a big deal. Be free. I wanted to try it. It didn't work out. Cool. I love them both. Wishing them happiness and success and all that shit. But in my mind, they missed out. Had you had just been patient. Listen to a man when he's telling you he's just not ready. He's not telling you he don't like you. He's not telling you he don't love you. He's not telling you anything about you. He's telling you about himself. Let him be selfish. Mm -hmm. Let him develop who he needs to be. It's not always necessary a whole phase. I wanted to buy a house. I had never really lived by myself. I wanted to get an apartment. I wanted to buy a house. I wanted to get an apartment first to make sure I could survive by my fucking self, mm-hmm. you know, paying bills and shit. Then I bought a house. I'm like, I don't want to buy a house with a person. I want to buy a house by myself. I want to say I did this shit by myself. Mm-hmm. Then I want to get somebody that's on my level. You can come to the house too. That'd be perfect. We can do some real damage in this drink. I mean, the women I was dealing with wouldn't kind of hear that. Nah. So my point is, I was feeling exactly what he said. If a man telling me he's not ready, if a man telling me he needs to mature, believe him. A man or a woman. Yeah, exactly. Or a woman. <clears throat> we got to play fair on both sides. Go ahead, though. What would you like to say? <laughs> when you say be patient, what do you mean? I mean, like, what does that look like in terms of the relationships that you have with those people? I mean, if it's a man that you really want to be with, and in my situation, if we had been together for years prior to this, and on and off, messing with each other from time to time in between this point now, it's me saying that I'm willing to really try something with you here. But we was okay. In my situation, we was kids. We talking 18, 19, 20, 21. I'm not that same person. You're not that same person. I mean, we got to reintroduce out to each other. So we got to rediscuss our expectations. I was saying one thing then. I'm saying a different thing now. I got a kid. In this situation, neither of them had a kid. What's that going to look like? I mean, all that for me was like, let's build and really take our time. For them, it was like, we already been together. Let's just, what are we waiting for? I'm like, no, because then he wound up getting another chick pregnant. I wasn't trying to do that at the time. I didn't want to have another child with any other woman. It's just, no, just be patient. You you basically was on your... It sounded like he was on your time. What does that mean? You say be patient, but what does that look like for If I'm going to be more blunt, in my situation it was, look, 
This is where I'm saying I'm going to be in the next five years. You can't even tell me where you're going to be in the next five years. One could. The other one couldn't tell me where you're going to be in the next five years. And the other one, I'm, for both of them, it was like, I'm not seeing what you're saying. What I mean by that is, one was going to be making that amount of money, more money than me. Cool. But I'm not seeing how we're going to be able to make this work. Because mm-hmm. I'm not moving from this city or for or the you know, surrounding area of the city so you can go where you got to go to work to make the type of money you're going to be able to make. Mm-hmm. The other one it was like, yo, honestly, you're not on my level. And I was really blunt. Like, yo, you're not on my level. I'm going to be buying a house in three years. I knew it. Like, the things I say, when I say it like that, I really mean what I'm saying. And if it's talking about finances, I'm going to hit that mark because I will do whatever it takes to hit that mark. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was going to buy a house in three years. Like, yo, you don't even really have a career yet. I mean, you don't have a salary. You're working multiple jobs, hourly jobs. I mean, you we're not in the same space. You know, I'm living on my own, living with your parents. I need you to be matching me. Because mm-hmm. I knew when I got into a situation where I was really ready to settle down, I wasn't going to be ready to settle down with nobody. I got to help build up to catch up to where I'm at. You got to be where I'm at or in the same fucking ballpark, and we can build up together. And that's what I mean by when I'm saying being patient, I'm like, yo, I'm saying be patient for me to let me get where I say I want to be. And that meantime, you get there too. Or shit, get past that. But I've got to build up on my shit. Maybe I'm posing the question wrong. Okay. What does being patient look like for her? Like, what does that look that's like? That's up to her. I can't, I'm not trying to control you. We can de- I'm saying. I would like us to like keep in contact. Let's keep kicking it. Let's that's, really that's what I mean. Like, what is that Let's gonna? Like, what's the whole? What are the behaviors <clears throat> associated with being patient? So does it entail have, want, acting like, like we're in a relationship, but we're really not in a, that type of relationship? Trash. Yeah, but you want the, the you know the gold at the end of the rainbow or no? Okay. Alright. You disagree? I think a man should have be willing to do that too. If a woman is like, listen, I'm about to, I got two more years to get a degree. This is what I'm about to do, blah, blah, blah. If it's I so, can't settle but, down so with you because I need to focus on this right now. Okay. The thing that is weird about it, though, is you, your words. We're going to basically be in this relationship, but we're not in a relationship. Yes. That's a very ambiguous space to be in. And that's fine. Because you can go do whatever you need to do. And I can go do whatever I need to do. Want to do exactly, okay. it's mutual though, exactly. mutually accepted. I'm not holding you to no standard that I'm not holding myself. Uh-huh. So, you you fault the woman for saying that she can't do it. Some people can't, no, I'm not falling so far. I'm saying now, you act like you're going to be with that. Shit. I'm, I really, I wasn't even saying none of that. I'm just playing, saying my piece. But mm-hmm. you acting like you're going to be with that, shit, and then ultimately, you're convincing yourself that you're going to be able to change me or convince me of some other. shit in a shorter window of time, no, that's on you. I think the best thing you presented them with, and this is your situation, is just the option to leave. Yeah. Or the option to, yo, I'm going to leave the door open for you to make a decision where some people don't. Like, where we always have a lapse, men, women, across the board, is just communication. Mm-hmm. Nobody really communicates their intentions. And what Michael B. Jordan did in that article, from what you said, of course, well, to me, was set the intention. Like, listen, this is where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. This is what the expectation need to be. Anything outside of that is on you. And 
for anybody to misconstrue or misunderstand that, my take from it is people will try to turn a situation into what they want it to be instead of what it is. And then get mad at you for not confirming what they, in their mind, turned it out to be. Even when you communicated what it was on your part. So if it's during inception, yeah, we're just having fun, whatever, whatever. We're just kicking it. It's mutually accepted. We start kicking it. Of course, people start to like each other a little bit more. Sure. It's a natural progression of things. But that don't mean the circumstances changed all of a sudden. That still needs to be communicated exactly. again. So we we're not going to, I'm not going to treat you like my girl. You're not my dude. You're not my girl. Fine. We continue down this hole. Like that. That's whoa, just, whoa, pause. I didn't say that. <laughs> I said we're going to move like we're in a relationship. It's oh, what I'm, okay. I'm saying that because we're going to be spending time together. We're going to be talking about shit. Important things. We may be discussing what our future looks like. Individually or together. We're not, in a, we're not living together. You know what I mean? We're not cohabitating. You might kick it. You might stay a night. You might stay a weekend. You're not staying a week in weeks. You out with my daughter there. You may have met my daughter. I may be like, you kick it with my daughter. We may all be, you know, kicking it together. My daughter don't think you're my girl or my girlfriend or my wife. You know what I mean? I just, I don't. Because you're my friend. Let's be friends. Let's be friends. Yeah. Like old people say. You know your grandma had the same boyfriend for 15 years, but she still say, that's my friend, Mr. Jesse. <laughs> Mr. Jesse over there in the corner with the Cadillac. You know your grandma got a friend. <laughs> and then you know when grandpa died and grandma got a friend, that's just a friend. But he, you know, been hitting that for 15 years. We just accept it. But they just understand that. I think it's just hard for, what I don't like is the backlash from it. Like basically with chicks being hard, it was hard for them to digest or accept that. Like he's immature or some shit. It's like, shut the fuck up. If he, that's his timeline. That's his timeline. Like, you can choose to rock or not. That's all. Like, Nick, bitch, Nick. Man, please. Child, please. That's all. So, you can't be patient? You wouldn't be able to be patient in that situation? Um, I mean, I could rock out until I, if I something else came along that was better, I should. Sure, step absolutely. Out. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. That's just a mutual understanding. But did you? What was your position on what Michael B. Jordan said in particular? Not Daryl's uh, rendition. Um, I I agree with a lot of what he said. Not even just like this specific topic, but the concept of us not knowing what dating is really. Yeah. Because um, I don't know what dating is. I don't think a lot of people do. Um, you never been on a date. I'm probably never gonna date. Yeah, but I'm saying, dating, I never felt like I dated someone. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I, I don't feel like I've dated anyone ever either. I don't. Yeah. Would you like some bean on there? Okay, thank you. I don't feel like I've dated anyone either. I think it's. Um, and I want to say I think we're confused on what dating is, but I don't know because I don't necessarily know what it truly looks like mm-hmm. to say that we're confused on it. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't see how people can blur the lines with dating to me. What do you mean? If we go out and we hang out and have a good time together, that to me is just dating. Like, we're fucking from time to time. But so you're not my date? girl. What's a date? <laughs> huh? What's a date? Like, that was even part of the question. Like, you said, what's a date? What's a date? Yeah, okay. A date? You want to go to the movies? Oh, we're going to Creed. Creed just came out. 
What you think of that? You want to go see Creed? Yeah, let's go see Creed. That's a date. If but I pay. Also like, but what about coming over to your house what about and other simpler things? Uh, Netflix and chill type thing. That's a date too. Hell yeah. It's all a date. We, a walk through the park is a date. Like, everything can't be a date. This can't be, can't be a date. Yeah, I don't think well, so either. I don't think everything can be a date. I don't think everything what? should be a date. That is a date. Walk through the park. we're hanging out. What? I don't necessarily. So hold on, what constitutes a date? date? I mean, that's that's what he's talking about. The blurs lines. Excuse me. So you saying that's not a date? Hanging out? Or are you saying that's other people's? Date? I don't think it's a date. If I come over to your house, it's not me. And we well, that's Netflix, that's, that's because the date. nigga ain't hospitable. He ain't offer you no chips. No. <laughs> he ain't had no chicken wings in the tub. I don't think it's a date. That nigga ain't pull out the henny on you. I think a date is that's a not a date. Thing, man. It's a normal thing. No. Listen, that can I mean, be a I'm date. I'm not saying I'm not going to define a date by spending money. Yeah, no, what I'm saying is, but if I invite you to my place in my space, this is me speaking. I consider it a date if you come you over and we chill, you, watch I'm Netflix, eat some potato chips, and watch the game. That's a date. My girls, I'm going on a date. And no, where are you going? You don't say. <laughs> but see, the way you frame it. Let them bitches to judge it. Let them judge. Let them all judge. Listen, man, a date is when y'all experience a good time together mutually. It don't matter what the setting is, no, what I, the arena I've is. Times where I've been excited, oh, like, oh, I'm about to go kick it with such and such because I like him and we're doing this thing. It's so, not necessarily a so date. So if I he cook you dinner at his house, that's not a date. I don't think Light so. a candle and put a rose in the middle of the fucking table. That's not a date. Um, I think it could be. This is some bullshit. <laughs> this is this, this is bullshit. That's that has to be a date. That's not a date. Oh. This nigga took time out of his life to cook you dinner. I'm not. Even, I'm gonna go past the Netflix and chill shit because y'all can't get the same. I feel like it's a whole lot for that to be a date. Dressed in a suit, right? Or a robe with nothing underneath. That that's, not a date. That's, <laughs> that's not a date. That's some player that's shit. That's some player shit. Y'all niggas double. That's because you never oh, dealt with a player. You gotta have a nigga that's a player. Like a pl- a player is gonna accommodate you no matter what the setting is. You're gonna have just as much fun here as you would have anywhere else. I mean, if I took I you to Ruth Chris, misconception that we think that if it's not a date, it's not fun. I know that those things are fun. I know that those things are enjoyable. I just wouldn't consider them dates. I don't think it's. Have I don't want to say. I, it has a little more order to it a date. Yeah, What's not ordered about me creating a meal for you? I cook. Because you came to the door in your fucking room. With like, nothing underneath with baby oil you on. Smelling amazing. You crazy? That shit is ordered by design. No. I don't powder these nuts for the general going in public. I powder these for you, boo. And you're going to appreciate the fact that I don't put the baby oil on my chest. And stop it. And I did 200 push-ups you before you got here. Stop it. Just so my pecs is popping. You can't tell me that's not order or preparation or thought. Not to mention, like I said, I'm a culinary so genius. genius. Yeah, because it, it, I, yeah, I feel like you want to roll. date is not about trying to get some pussy. A date is about building. Having oh, you done pissed them off. You done pissed <laughs> them off now. You done pissed them off now. date is like a courting thing. Did That's you know you like? Thing. Did you know you liked the woman before you fucked her? Not every time, no. I didn't even care if I liked you after that. What are we talking about? I'm glad you said that. Oh my God. That's why. That's what dating is. Dating is to get to a point. Dating is ultimately to get you know to be together. I'm with you. Honestly, you don't even know it. Only way you can determine whether, in my eyes, 
if a nigga like you or not. Is if you say my rag is on and the nigga still chill with you. The nigga still kick it. Nah, he needs to be patient. He might not got no other plans. He might got no other bitches. He might really like you. Because if, if he got other bitches, if he got other bitches, you're a clear It's not fail proof, but that shit works. Because I'm going to be. Bored, I'm, he might want some company. He might need somebody he, to talk to. Or you he might have got, got a mean chewy and he like, fuck, you can still yeah, do this, that, and the third. So it does not necessarily mean that he likes you. But what I'm saying is, it don't mean that he won't still date you. But I'm just saying in general, a date for me or to me can be anything as far as me and you hanging out and spending time together, just depending on how we frame it. Now, it don't have to be order like, all right, meet me at the truck real quick to talk for 10 minutes. No, that's not a date. I'm not saying that. But if we set up a time to meet up, it don't matter the arena. We set up a time to meet up and spend some time together, roughly more than an hour and a half, then that's a date. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm putting on my baby oil, chilling with you, giving you dinner for 20 minutes, giving you dick for yeah, five, and kicking you out. What you said, the <laughs> time you put on an hour and a half, we probably building it. We, have, we should be having conversations over that Absolutely. Time. I mean, that's a bit different. That For me, that is what I'm looking for. That's the structure. Not what I'm looking for, but in defining it, that's the structure. That's right. the order. That's, you know, we're not just sitting looking at each other for an hour and a half. That's no, absolutely. But, 90 fucking minutes. I don't know. Maybe I have this dating thing all wrong too, and I have a lot of bizarre concepts yeah, in my head. But I'm, uh, in my world, I don't think you, you have a whole vision of a date. Baby, yeah, you do. A whole yeah, vision? Yeah, that's, yeah, that was a college date. You just <laughs> no, I wasn't. Nigga, that's how I was, that was in college, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was college. <laughs> 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 but you described exactly what I was yeah, doing no. in college. No, I just did that with Rich last week. No, 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 no. No, see, but me and my girl really do have date night in the house sometimes because we didn't get a chance to get out. And sometimes we got the kids still there. We're like, listen, we're going to bring a date here. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to have some play. You got, but. Some yeah, play but I shit feel sometimes. like that's different, though. I feel like, I feel when, like we, that's when I say shit. dating, I, we're yeah, not in a we're relationship. Not, exactly. We're getting to that point. And oh, I, all right. Even outside of a relationship, y'all still getting to know each other. There can be circumstances where. There can be. Everything's not going to be a date, though. I'm not going to call everything we do a date. If it and that's why it's so hard for these days. If we're going to be in the house, I can make it a game. Why is it hard? I can I have can... you invite your friends. I invite my friends. We could probably call that a date. We had a good That's time. what I'm saying. Game night. That's a date. You was my date to game night. Yeah. I mean, we could. I'm not, I can say that. I'm just saying, for whatever you are saying as a date, your qualifier has to be a time limit. It has to be at least an hour and a half. That's fine. You're describing. You come to my crib for an hour and a half as a date. Cause you have described whole no. dates. Hey man, uh, it don't always have to end with a smash, huh? That's not a date. I'm coming over to watch TV for an hour. No, I didn't say watching. T- I just said if a nigga Yo, make you Game dinner. Game of Thrones coming on. Are you trying to come through. Game of Thrones date. We're hanging out and we're watching Game of Thrones. Netflix we're date. We're not on a date though. It's a date. Popcorn, no, potato no. chips, and we're it's gonna enjoy the show. And we had a like good blast. Date. And we had a blast watching Game of Thrones. And you can still go home. We ended up talking that we do watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> Probably a lot because the episode is so don't captivating. Don't interrupt me when I'm watching Game of Thrones. But after the show, after the show, you're not sitting there talking about the show yeah, afterwards, everything that happened. And you are. Come on. You that's are. not a, and y'all that's enjoy not a date. Okay. That's not, but I think you I get what I get why that. Michael B. Jordan said that the lines were blurred and we were confused about what a date is because obviously we can't come to an understanding about a date right now. Communication is good. <laughs> Communication. Um, 
I think I don't want you to think that when I say it's not a date means I'm not having as much fun. I've had I've sometimes had more fun when just hanging out with the guy, like at his house, than I've had on an actual date. But yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't, the fun level or the uh, interested level isn't a, a really a part of is what it, it is. Is it there a heightened sense of um, an anticipation or enjoyment when you're out on a ordered formal date, as you would classify it? Or it's just like a, oh, this is a, I don't know. What Formality? Yeah. Um, Honestly, yeah. You know what I say? That excites you a little bit. It's kind of a formality. So a nigga call you right now. Shay, I'm going to, you know, cook you dinner real quick. Not real quick. I mean, I even frame it like that. I'm going to cook you dinner. Come through. You know what I mean? Just relax. Get your day away. That's not a date to you. That's just a regular That's a nice deed. No. That's a nice deed. Got you. He got to be like, hey, Shay. When we talked yesterday, you said you didn't really have no plans this evening. So I made some plans for us. I'm going to cook for us. And I'm inviting some friends over. Uh, I don't know if you knew, but I hit up some of your friends on Facebook and invited them over too. We gonna have a little game night or some shit like that. Do that for us. So, so that's a date. Yeah, I'm making I'm making plans. I just made a plan. Shit was simple to the point. I it thought it was be that simple. I mean, this plan is simple, but it took effort. She's gonna appreciate that I hit up her friends. Via Facebook, she's gonna be appreciative of that shit. She's gonna be appreciative See, that I paid attention. If you hit my friends up via Facebook, I'd me, be weirded out. Like, bitch, so. don't contact my friends. Like, okay, Shay. Women like like shit like that, but nigga, please, if a chick, if your chick hit me up, like, I'm gonna just throw a game. Now like, you would be like, yo, like, hold up. A chick that you're not really with, yes, yeah, stop it. A chick that you're not. But really if she, with, yeah. yeah. If your um, wife if does never, it, it's different. I'm not inviting her to my house. We've been on a few dates already. You see, yeah, I feel like never mind. You see what I'm she saying? Knew, she got to or she knew. You got to know my friends a little like bit. Though. You're not going to just hit my friends. Up. I could have. I would have. We would have seen your friends at some point if we were dating <laughs> for. I got you. Dating is complicated. How quickly well, you invite somebody to your house? Hypothetically. I'm not talking about the fuck. I'm talking oh, about the right. court. <laughs> Yo, Courtney? that's okay. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sitting here like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you, do you know who you're talking to here? Like, <laughs> in a situation where in a formality thing, you're trying to build, like to sit with somebody, yeah. actually spend some time. No, that's not like right away. No, it's not a because honestly. I I'm, I have a personality where I feel like I get along easily with people, like just on a in a simple setting. But I don't know or can't sense or gauge fully gauge what it turn me off about you, unless we're sitting down in a a setting like this and just ramping it up. Like I feel like too much stimulation around, too much shit going on, I can be distracted by other things or the good time if we at motherfucking arcade and I'm playing video games with you. But if we sitting here having a regular conversation, that's when I can kind of figure you out. But I don't really find myself wanting to figure nobody out until later down the line. Until I, I realize I feel I like, like I need a well-rounded view of somebody. I do want to see them in different settings. So Absolutely. I can, because there's some shit. Well, how some, quickly can that happen? 
it doesn't happen quickly because you don't know a person until you live with them. Period. Facts, but you can find out some instant like red mm-hmm. flags or like ah, you know, I don't even want to take the lead to even know what it's like exactly. to be at this level with you because this level sucks. So. I, I, but I, I still think I need a well-rounded view of the person. I I want to see them in a social setting. I want to know how they talk to a waiter. Yeah, absolutely. You observe it. But I'm yeah. just saying you don't get to fully... Because I don't feel like a person really being themselves at first anyway. Like, you're presenting your best you. I'm trying to catch you when the presentation's over. Like, all right, after the presentation is done, like, now who are we here? Like, who am I here with? Mm-hmm. And then you have to be in situations and tests and then you got to observe the per- people that they have around them so i'm gonna look at your friends i'm gonna look at your mother i'm gonna look at your brothers i'm gonna look at i'm gonna look at everything i look oh, at the yeah, full package I, I, I look at the full package i really look at the mom i mean you look at all that i'm saying for me i've never when i've decided that it's a woman i want i'm gonna be with her that's just it i don't give a fuck about anything else that's going on Nah, i'm i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm the opposite but i'm just i'm taking in everything into consideration because I just can see the patterns that you pretty much grown up around you'll tend to mimic. So I kind of, you know, take from that. So it's just like, you know, or take a note of it. It doesn't mean I'm going to make or break you. But if I see the tendencies that I see elsewhere in you, I know what I get. I mean, dealing with you. I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying I can respect that. That's not how I've ever operated. Oh, absolutely. Like, you see a person, you pay attention to a person, you learn what you can learn, you try to get a well-rounded view of them. I don't give a fuck about your parents. I don't give a fuck about... Really, I don't care about anything else except for that person, how that person moves and handles that person. What is that person's potential? Are they living to their potential Like, Are they already working toward what I think is their potential? I'm with you. It's romantic and shit. That's That's romantic. That's romantic and shit. It is shit. That's like the motherfucking um Romeo and Juliet, the Capulets and the Montagues. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it. How observant are you? Shay, no, fuck that. I need Shay. Shay skated through. She skated like a motherfucker. Uh, No, she was chirping in on what we had to say, but I feel like she didn't really give her full. My views on dating. All That's right. what dating right. was. You're right. But observation wise, I feel like I did. I need a well-rounded view of somebody. I'm very observant. I want to see how a man talks to his mother. I want to see how um Why? what his relationship is with his father because I feel like she's like a really important person. But I also need Why to know the be, story of. Can I, can I just challenge you to not be necessary how you talk to his mother? But just like the view he had of his father, the relationship he has with his mother, versus yeah. he talks to her. I'm yeah, no, that's what I mean. That's I should. I would rather. Say, I shouldn't say that. Um, the relationship that he has with his mother, the relationship he has with his father, um, if he has kids, how that works because that's like a big deal. If you're not a good parent, fam, I don't even want to associate with you. What if he only has his child on the weekends, every other weekend? Then it's gonna take a long while for us to get to some point because I need to see that shit. It's gonna take a while, but I've I've gotten <laughs> better at walking slow, um, so much so that I am standing still. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But <laughs> yeah, I've, I've no, heard. I just like the punchline more than anything. The punchline was good. Go ahead. Okay, I get it. <laughs> slow walking the whole thing because um. 
I, I, I know it's tough dating. It, being in the dating world, I do mm-hmm. love being in a relationship at this juncture. Because just looking around and assessing the landscape and seeing what everybody going through around me, I just be like, yeah, I can't do it. It's very difficult this day and age to date. I can say that. But there are some amazing, amazing people out there that I think miss out on one another because of these ideas and concepts that we have yeah, surrounding so dating because we are so misaligned in so many ways that we kind of miss the mark with each other where it could be a simple misunderstanding. <clears throat> For example, when him communicating the way he feels today is not indicative of how he might feel six months from now mm-hmm. or tomorrow. And he's not saying that this taking us back to what the subject was Michael B. Jordan. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh. He's not saying that he'll never or that he's closed off to a relationship. Like, it's a no-go. He's saying, I'm immature enough or I'm not mature enough to conduct it based off of what the outside. I know his, it's not what he's telling himself. It's what the outside world is telling him. But I think if that person comes along, that gives him a reason to not think like that. Mm-hmm. All that shit to change. That's really what it's it wouldn't happen overnight, but I'm just saying it'd change. Probably finding that person that makes you think different. Mhm. It is. That challenge what you always believed. Mhm. All right. I agree. Is that a bow? Or y'all, y'all got some more to add? It's a bow for me. It's a bow. <laughs> Subtle little bow. Subtle little bow. Mm-hmm. So in India, missionary guy gets. To an, uh, I don't know if it's an island or whatever. A remote island. Remote island. Sentinel. He gets Where? on a fisherman boat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gets him to take him to this island. Almost immediately, this nigga's hit with spears and boobs. <laughs> not and the first time. That's not funny. It's not funny. It's not well, funny. no, in India, it's illegal to go to their island. Yeah. <clears throat> I knew that. Yep. So, uh, keep that Christianity shit over there. They not want none of that. Don't bring us your religion. Yeah. Um. Now they want to get the body. They not giving and it up. <laughs> and everybody's scared to go get them. I think they bury whatever they whoever they kill. They bury them like on the beach. They like somebody gave them a doll and they took the doll's head off and buried it. They don't play. They don't play. They don't want to be bothered. They've historically not been playing. So the estimate is only 150 people there. In the tribe, mind you. He got motherfucking shook, though. But I was watching the news this morning, and they said it's like thousands of these indigenous tribes that are isolated that don't want to have any contact okay. with the outside world. And you got to think about that. It's not like they're ignorant to the, the outside world. They don't want to be out no parts of none of that shit. But you, just like these missionaries, they think they Teflon, but they definitely be walking around the ghetto with a Bible in their hand. Oh, my God. With a, with a Bible, and you see, you see two Imagine white. Imagine how they must feel as you're bleeding out. You thinking to yourself, "It's fucking 2019. I'm dying from a fucking bow and arrow." Goddamn. That's what you should think. <laughs> that's what you should think. I, I don't know what he thought, but I'm, I'm thinking that's what you they should like, think. I'll be pissed off. They like, nigga, you I'm better take like some this. protection with you. He's like, my Bible protects me. Yo, man, All right, they don't believe your Bible, fam. 
I would I don't be pissed know. off. I would feel stupid knowing that I knew what I was walking mm-hmm. into. Well, you should accept it that you were stupid. You shouldn't be upset. You should just be accepting of the fact that I'm just on some yeah, dickhead yeah, shit. Well, <laughs> I was on some dickhead shit. I didn't take the advice. I didn't heed the warning. Then. So uh, this is what comes with it. Damn. I think these missionaries. Listen. Speaking lightly on this man's death, we are speaking very heavily on his um, bad choices. Yes, yes, that's all facts. The the fact that he I'm died not is, happy that the guy of course did. not, but that should go as what a I lesson. What I am happy about is the motherfucker showed up and did exactly what they said they would yep. do, and that's the type yep. of people you don't fuck with. And, and these missionaries are going every like these dudes; they're going into hostile territories all the time. Mm-hmm. Like they walk up and down the, the dirtiest and most ghetto blocks in the city with a Bible in their hand and feel secure to just go up and talk to anybody. But Christianity's a little accepted here. So I get it. Cool. But you think you can go anywhere in the world with that shit? <laughs> and give them your God? <laughs> Tuh. Tuh. <laughs> 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 nah, I will rain man. down with great Vengeance upon thee! I don't know how I feel about... The, I wish I could know more about this guy's choices. Yeah. It's a bad choice. Like, <clears throat> apparently he knew. The information is not just common knowledge. You're informed. So apparently he knew. And I'm just thinking, like... What did you think God was going to do? Not... I'm not saying this in any type of blasphemous way. But I'm thinking, like, historically... I mean, you know people have prayed as and still died. So what did you think was going to happen when you pulled up to this island knowing you wasn't supposed to be there? Knowing that they have the right to kill your ass. Did you think they was going to give you a chance to speak? Like, what did you think? Did you think you that you would hold up the Bible? Well, you know. And they would be like, hold on. I'm sorry. And this is not like a. How did you think you were going to get to them? It's not a broad brush, but it is. Christians are the most cocky about their God. They're the most egotistical maniacs when it comes to the concerns about their God and giving it to other people than than anybody. And that's something I can say lightly and heavily. That's it. I just want to make that point. I just want to make that point because it took a nigga with a brass set of balls and some cocky arrogance to say, I'm going to go here and they're going to accept me and my God that I'm trying to bring to them. And I wonder what he felt or thought when the first arrow hit. I do. That's what I'm saying. I want to know. Like, I wish I could be in his head. He probably like... felt so sorry. This immense amount of Oh, hey, just rained down on him. It's a horrible way to die. It's a horrible way to die. It's probably shit. Well, and it's, I can almost guarantee that this arrow did not well, like, just penetrate him with nothing on it. They probably had some Poison shit that arrows. sting a little bit. Right. Like, I just... Oh, God. I don't ever want to die Solly, dog. Yeah, that's like... Man, I'd rather die anyway. Saw you on my own accord? Yeah. I'll ever want to die. That's Saul. like Daryl and Shay like, yo, don't walk down that block. Yo, do not walk down that block. Them niggas going to shoot you, right? I'm like, what you talking about? I'm good everywhere. My name good everywhere, man. I got my mans with me. We good everywhere we go. 
And then nigga pull out an AK. AK. And riddle my ass with bullets. It's just like, yo, ho, 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 ho. ho. I was getting they wasn't lying. You saw the and your pride hit because. That's what I'm saying. Your arrogance. The arrogance. The arrogance. Yeah, oh. God, yeah, that ain't. If, mm-hmm. if they tell me not to go, I'm gonna believe the people that live there. If the people that live there don't go uh, there, I'm not going there. When I went to Columbia, right? My man Ace, you know, shout out to Ace. He hold me down. He's telling me stories. Like, listen, everywhere you go, I should go with you. You can speak a little Spanish. You can probably survive linguistically. These motherfuckers will kill you. They will rob and fucking kill you. I'm like, what, what do you mean? Proceeds to, <laughs> to tell me stories and shit. Tell me stories about motherfuckers pulling out knives on them. Because it's not America. Everybody ain't got a gun. They got knives and sharp shit, though. We'll rob your ass with that and we'll poke you the fuck up. Rob a nigga in the car. You'll get into an Uber. Next thing you know, you're in the fucking alleyway getting robbed. You're on the bus. If you ain't get off at the right stop, the bus will take you. Once you leave the city of Bogota, it goes Disney down. Dog, we take his son to the bus stop one morning. Well, I was there during the week, so it was multiple warning. But the first morning, motherfuckers, armed troops standing on the corner with big-ass AKs and other assault rifles. I'm like, yo, they not the police. I'm like, no, they the fucking army. The army's in the fucking streets. I'm like, it goes down. I say all that to say, I didn't take my fucking ass anywhere without AIDS. Absolutely not. I didn't not. go to the bathroom without AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go. No motherfucker. That's because you're not that arrogant. Listen, dog. <laughs> I'm not good in any I'm hood. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Some niggas like, I'm good in any hood. I'm going. No, no nigga. <laughs> I'm not going. I was. Like, did you watch Narcos, the newest season? No, not newest. Oh, you got to check it out. It's in Mexico. But these two dudes, speaking of being good in any hood, not knowing what the fuck is going on around you, they was in a cartel land. And they went to the seafood restaurant that was owned by the fucking cartel. They don't know that the cartel's under investigation, but they walk in this motherfucker. They just want some seafood. It's them and three cartel leader dudes in the restaurant. That's it. The boy like, yo, one of the homies like, boy, uh, yo, I don't know about this shit. Mm-hmm. And the Gringos was down there investigating the cartel. So the Gringos is like the American police, the DA. You're familiar with the term Gringos. I don't know. But anyway. Gringos. <laughs> I wonder why he's in. They presume that they're the DEA agents and they're investigating. They killed both of these niggas. Two tourists. Two tourists just down there, naive than a motherfucker, in the ghettos of Mexico. Nothing to do with nothing. But they tell, they convinced, like, you're the DEA, you're, you're the gringo, you're a gringo. They're like, and one of the boys spoke Spanish, like, no, no, like, I'm not the gringo. Like, I'm a tourist, whatever. They stabbed these niggas up, shot these niggas. First they shot them, then they stabbed them all up and whatever. They disposed of the bodies, but, yeah. So, moral to the story is, in certain places, you only you do the tourist <laughs> shit. You don't yes. go beyond the tourist shit Fuck because up. you can't. You should not go you can't beyond control the, the outcome. tourist shit. You really can't. Do not think you are a superhero. Don't lead a resort. Do not think you know Don't more. lead a resort, right. dog. Do not think you know more than the government. If that government told you, do not go nowhere but here. Don't go. Keep your ass right where you at. Listen, listen to the natives. Listen to the natives. On the resort. I'm down for an adventure. As long as I feel like it's relatively safe. I ain't no motherfucking pirate. I'm not saying. But they don't know. And they will fucking. Yeah. 
They don't have some of the morals and values that you have, especially a tribe, an isolated tribe on a that has been historically violent. I really just want to keep saying it. They they've been historically violent. People can't set foot on that beach. Once you hit that beach, dog, it's a wrap. They don't talk to nobody. Historically, they don't. So why did you think you were any different? Who raised you? I told you, egotistical, arrogant. They're going to be accepted of Jesus Christ. I want to teach you about my Lord and Savior. Listen, no miracles happening through me in those those circumstances. Nope, I'm not going to be the vessel on today. That's my thing. Even growing up in Christianity, I always knew, like, I love God. Even, you know, it's shifted for me now. Oh, I view God or whatever, but I love God. And I'm just like, but I know God ain't finished up. No motherfucking bullets with my ass. I'm liable to get shot if I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time. I just think that uh, you want to call it arrogance, you want to call it confidence in your God, your religion, to just be informed and know that this these this group of people has been traditionally violent. Yet just to think that God is some for some reason, let me not say somehow, for some reason going to put a shield of protection around your ass, just your ass. So what's not the, nobody that came before you. Right. Just your lucky ass. What's the missionary's purpose? To spread. To serve God word. and to spread the good word, mm-hmm. right? And that is under the presumption that what people want to, or are willing to or receive need it. to hear this word. And definitely are willing to receive it. Would be willing it's not even it. if people want to or are willing to, it's that people need to. Okay. So like I'm, I'm going to share it's by... Like they don't even care about the want. It's <laughs> like everybody it, needs to hear it. So that's arrogance. It's faith. I think it's faith. Yeah, I'll go for I think it's faith. But I think it's it's a lot of things that people overlook too that just doesn't make sense. That one of the scripture is prayer without work is dead. The yeah, work absolutely. that that man needed to do was obtain knowledge. His research. You know? Because <laughs> God would have told you in the motherfucking <laughs> history books. Don't go there. That's that's <laughs> where you got that's where your blessing was in the history book and you didn't pick one up. You didn't. I mean, I'm sure you can find it on the internet. But if they told you, yeah, what I'm saying, all right, I'm not going to say them as a thing that they were, they're arrogant, but he was obviously arrogant mm-hmm. because he believed in himself. I'm not even going to say his faith in Jesus, but his faith in himself that he could convince them. But that's the tricky thing with faith. And I think that's the, the crazy thing with religion, that the faith kind of shifts from it's supposed to be in um, the higher being, but it oftentimes gets into the person. They have faith in themselves, and it, it just it all gets lost in that part. Absolutely, of it. it gets convoluted. But I had some so people people can try to obviously because I see some raunchy shit sometimes convince me that I'm going to hell <laughs> for the shit that I be saying. Yeah, hey. But yeah, that's why I'd be like, y'all is arrogant. You just believe, you just know, huh? I mean, I, this is my thing. I just really don't know. You know what helped me accept that I don't know and not be afraid of it? Fucking Game of Thrones. One episode, uh, Arya Stark is talking about death or having participating in conversations about death. And she was like, but what if there's just nothing? Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what? Worst case scenario, it's just lights off, game over. It's nothing. You don't know shit if it's nothing. It's nothing. 
It's like it's the scariest thing. Right. I refuse to be afraid of nothing. Yeah. I mean, in the best case scenario, I guess, I have a castle in heaven. Most of us aren't afraid of nothing. Most of us are afraid of the unknown. The unknown, right. Because death is promised to us all, regardless. Can't avoid that. Can't avoid that. It's just, I think mine is, because I stopped being afraid of death probably, let's say, 10 years ago. It was more of an acceptance thing, but I want to live. So I want to be here for as much as possible. But you get to a point, and that's where I think of the old older folks in our lives that's like 95 and 85, 89 or 100 even. And they've lived and watched the people that they grew up with and lived life with that they know or were familiar with pass on already. Mm-hmm. So is that that point is just like, I mean, I don't want to die, but I'm ready to die. Because all that I had to live for is beyond me, behind me already. And that, of course, is an age. It's just like the burden of growing old. You got to watch everybody you ever loved die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a gift and a curse. I was watching the show on Netflix, and the guy was talking about how he like kept his mom in a... Um, I don't know, hospice, yeah, hospice for, like, the last months of her life, and he was like, I just thought the purpose was to live as long as possible, not be as happy as possible. Mm -hmm. Like, he was like, I know that she would have been happy at home. I know she would have been comfortable. Even if it took months off of her life, she would have died happy. She was miserable at the hospice, but his idea of what it was all about was to just live as long as possible. What was that called? Glow. Glow. Mm -hmm. It's actually really good. But that's the sell. Just we want to keep like some people will tell you, yo, if I'm ever on life support, just take me off. Like mm-hmm. don't. That's being at peace. But don't take me off until we short charge. <laughs> I want to live. Right, no, but no, I'm, I'm with you. But it's just you're young. You feel like you have so much more living to do. I'm talking about when you did everything. Even if I'm at ninety, I got a chance. Depends. Is my I'm dick still working? If my dick's still working, I'm I'm trying. I'm in the game for the fight. For some reason, but if, I, if I'm out the game, have faith that my penis will be working if I live tonight. I hope so. I'm I'm confident. If, if, if my penis stop working, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> in the fight, put me in the box. <laughs> I done did everything that I was here for. I done served my purpose. I done spread my my, my fucking <laughs> my my royal oaks, as they say. So I'm good. Not saying my sole purpose is fucking. I'm just saying my sole purpose is uh, to contribute to society. What? I'm talking about reproduction. Yeah, I understand. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. All right, whatever. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just equating that to that as if it wasn't recreational. But go ahead. No, I'm sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. It's for recreational purposes only now, but still. Hey man. It is what it is. No, nah, but... Anything else? Nah. I actually... Hold on. I think there was one more thing we were supposed to discuss, but I don't think we uh put Security it up there. Guard. Security guard. Security guard. There it was. They got killed by the... Uh, the cops after they... Um, he apparently stopped the shooting? Or... I forgot what the article was. I did shot. read some of that article. Uh, he subdued the person that shot and then the cops pulled up and killed him. Mm-hmm. Apparently, what does it say? What does it say that they were screaming that he's security? Don't shoot him in the cop shot. Him. Yep. Yeah, that that's what it was. 
I don't got nothing to say about it. Same story. We used to hear about the 21 year old that uh, was on leave for Thanksgiving. They were used to it. He was running out of a. uh, Somebody shot in the mall. He was running out. He had a gun. And so they shot him, thinking it was him that had what you in the mall. Find out that the gun he had on him was never shot, so he realized it wasn't him. So the person which you at the mall is still going to be shot. Some teenager. How does, I mean, I don't know how it works, but is that what you do? You, as a cop, you just shoot whoever has a gun? So the person that shot him was a police officer who was working as security at the mall. Reportedly, he didn't issue any demands and just shot the dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, what is the criteria for you to start shooting? Like, even in this situation I mean, no with the security guard. The criteria is supposed to be you feel like your life or the lives of others are in danger. So you got to stop the threat. Exactly. But you're black. But are you supposed to stop the threat with the kill shot? Or does that doesn't matter? You're black. I've heard that question asked before. And the answer I've heard before was, uh, you don't understand. Like, in that... If you're fearing for your life in that moment, you're not like, can I shoot him in the leg? Because technically, a leg shot can kill somebody. But I mean, that's you know, that. if I shoot you in the gut. No, but they're like blade kill shots. You know what I'm saying? But fear is a person, a person. You don't shoot for thing. the body. You start to shoot, shoot for the biggest area. So yeah. Some people are able to be poisonous in a in a tight situation and able to still make good judgment. That's what we would like our police people to be, but they're not. Obviously, they're human. But at the same time, I think certain people's threat level are heightened when they see somebody that looks a certain way. Mm-hmm. If you see a black guy run out, if they're just a shooting in the mall, and you, and see, you a see a black, black guy, guy running out with a gun, younger black guy, guy, what do you think happened? I mean, I think you do issue a demand, a command. You, you say who you are and you issue a command. Mm-hmm. If he never issued any commands, then he needs to go to jail. Um, I agree. But I ain't, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I saw like really a, don't have much to say. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. No, but that was just something I forgot we did. Never I don't think we are used to it, immune to it, ignorant to it. I just think to have another conversation about the ongoing issue of un- irresponsible police officers that shoot first and ask questions later. I mean, I don't know what that conversation gets us. Right. Nothing. We should actually not add the energy to the pot because in giving it life, um, like breathing, breathing life into it is going to forever live. I was at something a long time ago and my girlfriend was like, we were talking about, I think, um, racism. I didn't necessarily agree with her on this topic, but she was like, the only way to stop something is to not feed it life. Like, that's how it'll die. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand it for a long time until I got older because I was, like, younger then. And um, I wanted something gone from my life. I just wanted it gone. So I just fucking blocked the shit out. But it was a thing that I could block out. Just fucking blocked it out. Like, this shit's not here. I do not want it. And it eradicated itself because I just, like, was like, fuck you. You're not here. You're not real. You can't do that with everything, though. It's just mm-hmm. not life. You can't do that with everything. But for the things that we can do that with, I would like us to do it. So you're saying we should ignore these situations? Not or... ignore them, but we shouldn't harp on it 
so much. Or if we if we're harping on it, let's not just have a conversation, not write a fucking think piece about it. What are we actually doing to elicit some sort of change? Should we do an eye for an eye? Like, should we start like? No. I mean, I wouldn't suggest. I definitely wouldn't suggest that. <laughs> but I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm not saying I'm numb to it because when you actually live through these things, like, you know, when you see it on TV is one thing, but like mm-hmm. watching the Trayvon Martin thing again, all over again, made me kind of relive that time or watching the Mike Brown ordeal all over again, made me relive that time. And I just be feeling like I'm them. So it's not really a matter of remedying it. It's just like, how do I survive this? Mm-hmm. Like whatever this normal whatever these interactions are, how normalized it becomes, if it becomes normal, how much more fearful should I become? Because, right, that's just a blip on the screen now. So y'all are not as affected when that happens, but if it happened to me, y'all be deeply affected. Of course, y'all interact with me. But if the world don't give a fuck, y'all are going to be screaming at the world like, yo, this happened to my friend. Like, I want justice Mm -hmm. for my friend. So I think when the political process fails, the judicial branch fails if nothing comes, if he's not uh, charged with anything. I think that's a conversation because I think that's something we can do something about. I think we can discuss consequences, discuss next steps, but discussing the actual matter, discussing the instance and what took place, I don't really got energy for that. I got you. Because it's, cons- it's consistent. We will be. We could literally no, talk or have yeah. a se- We could have a segment on it every week. Absolutely. I'm with you on that. And we won't have to do much research. Yes. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So you're saying we should wait on the conversation? I'm saying yeah. I do want to pay attention. I want us all to pay attention to what happens next, based on. The reports I've heard, he didn't issue any commands. That he that's the grounds right there, from my perspective, to at least be charged with something. If he's not charged with anything, if they say a grand jury refused to press or yeah refused to press charges, kind of find a reason to press charges. The police refused to press charges. DA refused to do anything about it. I think that's a conversation, right? And I think that's something we can do about. Because then we need to be talking about. Well, does that DA belong there? Does mm-hmm. that police commissioner belong there? Mm-hmm. You know? And that's the system working. And that's what I'm saying, yeah. But no, I'm not here for it. It's crazy. I mean, I talked about it. We talked about it when it happened. I'm not going to have energy for it. Yeah, I remember talking about uh, the irony of it because this summer... I don't know if y'all remember. Yes, no, I, but female. we did it. We, I don't think we talked about it on No, not on here, no, but we talked about we it did. when it happened. We I hope I had energy for it two weeks later, no. We did. We we did talk, talk I talked about how it was ironic because they wanted to, uh, yeah, you may know that it was a woman mm-hmm. and wanted her to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they actually said something about her not helping. She may have lost her job. This, mother, this guy helps. He gets cat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we did talk about it. I remember now. So, yeah, yeah man, I'm not going to, no, no. No, I need to see charges. I mean, anywhere between third-degree murder and manslaughter. He wasn't on duty as a police officer, to my knowledge. Or maybe he was. I don't know. But especially if he wasn't on duty. 
Mm-hmm. He's a civilian, charges that. If he's on duty and he ain't issuing any commands, that charges that. If there's plenty of people running out that mall, plenty of people would have saw this go down. If he can't issue any commands, if the guy didn't have a gun in his hand, the gun was just visible, and you shot him, that's grounds to charge him. You can't say right. he's fair for your life. You can't say he's protecting nobody. Right. So that's what I'm going to Split second. That's a split second decision. Yeah. That's it. They be off the niggas. Like, it don't just be like one shot, just so happen hit the wrong spot. They be nah, firing. They be letting the fuck man. off. I'm emptying this whole clip. That's what I'm saying. Like, it is there no. Empty a clip. Huh? It takes effort to empty a clip. It does. You gotta keep, I mean, these are handguns. They're not using automatics. But they be empty in the whole fucking clip. Right, right. But that's what I mean. Like, what's, I've been what's waiting it? to pop that, That's just what you're supposed to do. Waiting. What happened with the cop from Pittsburgh? I'm sorry. That shot the young boy that was on it. What? He, he charged. charged. Yeah. 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 So. Okay, let's start talking about this. Yeah, no, it takes you to a dark place. But like I said, I just, I'm just, I'm just just curious. I see what everybody thought about it. That's all. Well, Ray, you did the intro. You want to do the outro? Uh, no, no. no, no. You're here now. <laughs> you see what said now. Alright. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in to another episode of the Race and Tangents Podcast. Remember the word oxymoron is in and of itself an oxymoron. Oxymoron, sharp and moron, meaning dog. We gave you that sharp. We gave you that dog. And that's what we always aim to do. And so, as we always do, and as I always say... Raise those two fingers like a player and say, peace. Mm-hmm.